Welcome to A Little Forward, a podcast by Freeform. I'm Jenny Yang. I'm April Cuyo, and we're your hosts. It's our very first episode, and we are so hyped. Like, okay, we should really introduce ourselves quickly, just to anyone who might not be familiar with us. I think we should introduce each other, yeah? Let's do it. Okay, so April, you are a phenomenal TV writer and host of another podcast called She's All Fat. You guys, I mean, she's iconic. You just got to follow that. Oh, I'm blushing. <laughs> Jenny, <laughs> if you don't know, Jenny, you are a stand-up comic. You're a writer. Mm-hmm, you're a mm-hmm. power tweeter. Yep. You, you know, have warm hands and a warm heart. Oh. What what can't you do? Trying to be a podcast host now. Let's we're do gonna, this. We're going to do that too. <laughs> so yes, on this show, we're going to cover all kinds of topics that are on our minds right now. We're talking big questions like how on earth are we going to figure out dating in 2019? I mean, TBH, it's probably going to extend into 2020 for me, but whatever. Um, how to get our money right, what it means to be an activist, and so much more. So we're going to kick off every episode with a little segment that we call Struggle of the Week, where we dive headfirst into issues that we've been dealing with in our own lives. But sometimes it's going to take more than two people to even scratch the surface of a problem. So to get a little clarity, we're going to talk to some of our incredible friends each week. Basically, we'll bring you voices you won't typically hear on your average podcast. Like you won't ever hear two white guys talking to each other. No shade to those podcasts. I've downloaded a lot of those podcasts, but I'm excited to hear our voices talking about things that we actually give a shit about. Yeah. And if that isn't enough for you, we also have the Matt Bellasai on the show at the end of each episode to answer listener questions. I love Matt. You might know him from his podcast, Unhappy Hour, or maybe his slew of YouTube videos where he is the king of ranting and we think of him as our like personal life coach. And so we're super excited to share him with all of you. Now, what's on tap for this week? So in um, honor of Pride Month, our inaugural episode is all about LGBTQ plus representation and what showing up as an ally looks like. We'll be joined by Sherry Cola from Freeform's Good Trouble to discuss her character Alice and what it's like to specifically portray an Asian American lesbian on TV. And then we'll talk LGBTQIA plus labels with Matt Bellasai. I mean, listen, that acronym gets longer and longer and it's complicated. We need to figure it out. So let's get to it. Time to move the conversation a little forward. All right, it's that time. It's time for Struggle of the Week. Jenny, tell me, what is your struggle this week? Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, a little disclaimer, right? We are two cis-hetero broads. Yep. Couldn't be straighter, unfortunately. And I <laughs> I always say that I know I'm straight because when I see another beautiful woman, I want her dead. Oh, no. I don't that want to date her. Oh, I want that is her very dead. rude. <laughs> if why, is hetero, why is hetero culture so violent? <laughs> it really is. It's just I don't want anyone to ever be prettier than me. And if they are, I want their head, to be okay. honest. Okay, so, we need to decolonize our minds on that. All that's right. very true. But so as it stands, <laughs> we're both extremely straight. So we are going to have this conversation from our perspective. As allies. Just, yeah, as allies. So tell me, what is your struggle in this area? I think for me, it's like allyship is such a clunky word, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I feel like it's like so abstract and some. I feel like it's hard to have a conversation about like, what does that really mean? And for me, I my struggle is simply to just how do I how do I be a good friend right, yes. to mm-hmm. my LGBTQ plus family? Like yes. to me, that's like the best way for me to grasp what it means to be a good ally is like to be a good friend and like to be a good friend. I think what I've learned over the years is 
maybe to like, I don't know, like don't give unsolicited advice, like listen to their problems and like maybe not have to come up with a solution. And like, I'm just trying to figure out like, how do I expend my energy and appropriate, you know, give appropriate energy both to my like in real life friends who are queer, right? Or LGBTQ plus and um, publicly, you know, when like there's these attacks on the community with policies and incidents. Yeah, April, how about you? What's your struggle when it comes to being an ally? I think my struggle is sort of around how to have conversations with other straight people and how to have conversations that are sort of calling them in and making sure that me and them, my other straight friends, are doing the work of educating ourselves so that we don't have to depend on our LGBTQ plus friends to do it for us. Mm. Like, I don't want to add the burden of being like, educate me on this. I don't know what this is about. I want to make sure we're doing that work ourselves. Um, But yeah, it can be tricky because not every straight person is open to those conversations. People don't usually react well to being called in. And there is sort of a learning curve. And so, yeah, my struggles around figuring that out. Yeah. I feel like as straight people or just as allies in whatever struggle we're talking about, we just got to like show up to like either deflect or protect or take the hit sometimes, you know, for on behalf of our our uh, our LGBTQ plus friends. Yeah, they're dealing with enough, I think. So today we're actually uh, going to be talking to one of our favorite voices from the LGBTQ plus community, Sherry Cola from Freeform's Good Trouble. Today in the studio, we have Sherry Kotla. We are so excited. Yo, thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited. You two are glowing goddesses. We're hyped to have you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Sherry, I am a good trouble stan. And so I have a lot of strong feelings about your character, Alice. Um, If people don't know, Alice manages the sort of communal living space that all the other characters on the show live in. She puts toilet paper in the shared bathroom. She sort of makes sure that everyone is living and getting along together well. And then she's trying to figure out her own love life and what she wants to do in her life. What is it sort of like to tell a story um, about a character that shares a story similar to your own? So the cool thing is, It just like the stars kind of aligned because before I even went in for the audition, the description was first generation Asian American lesbian, not out to her parents, aspires to be a stand up. Mm -hmm. So they were already like ready for Alice to, you know, dive into this world. And I think in season one, you know, there's kind of little sprinkles of her joking to bodily motions, you know. So in season two, that's actually going to be explored. She actually goes into the stand up world and meets new people outside of the coterie, you know, and kind of discovers herself, you know, along with just freshly coming out, you know, out after uh, the finale of the first season. What's wrong? Nothing's wrong. It's just something that I need to tell you. Did you see me get married? Is that why you are crying? What do you mean? Is your heart broken? Why would my heart be broken? Because you loved her. You knew? We've known for a long time. We've just been waiting for you to tell us. We love you, Alice. You know, Alice coming out and her parents being accepting, you know, that's not always the case. It can get very dark. It can get very painful. And, you know, some children are really not accepted. 
but the more we show that light at the end of the tunnel, mm-hmm. you know, maybe an, a set of Asian parents can watch it and be like, oh, well, I guess Asian parents can be accepted. Like maybe, maybe I, I can't, if, if these parents are doing it, but it was never shown. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like it was literally never shown this specific uh, a story. And like, I feel like the more we show that, the more, you know, impact, the more minds we can open. So the beginning of season one, you mentioned a little bit earlier, she's in a like seemingly unrequited love situation Mm -hmm. that like ends up a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. So like given your life experiences, what advice would you give to Alice when she's going through it? I know that feeling of having love for someone. I mean, you know, was it really love looking back? But my ass was out here crushing. Yeah. And like no feelings were reciprocated. Which is insane because I'm a snack and a half. You oh, know? absolutely! Like that's the part that's nuts to me. But um, it's really interesting, you know, liking someone who doesn't like you back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But then still wanting to do the most. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> giving them gifts and like oh, wow. paying for. I mean, I I'm extra. You know yes. what I mean? Like when I like someone, I like someone. Um, you know, it, it's really hard. You know, and it's like it feels like rock bottom. It feels like there's no saving you from the scenario of heartbreak. I mean, you know, Alice has had her fair share of tears from frustration and just like, you know, but then there, there is a light, you know, you, you do move on. And when you find someone new that, that, you know, appreciates you and treats you better, you kind of, you're like, wow, how was I ever down in the dumps like that? You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? I'm pretty sure everyone can relate to like getting over a heartbreak that you never thought you would get over, you know? Or being in a situation where you're like just not treated well, maybe. Right. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, well, the grass truly is greener from this. Well, yeah. yeah, And when you're not being treated well, you like justify it because you're so blinded. I've been in in abusive, emotionally abusive relationships. And it's like, uh, what is happening? And when you're out of it, you're like, oh. It's Wait a insane. minute. Yeah. So much better. Yeah. 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 <gasps> I can breathe. Totally. You know, I think a lot of people feel for Alice and relate to Alice. And once again, in so many ways, whether it be, you know, being being in the closet or being heartbroken, you know, like the, a lot of people were taking advantage of her, you know, and just kind of all that stuff. So I, finding your voice is is something that Alice, you know, uh, will be going through along with, you know, um, all of the love triangles Ooh. in season two. So, so many loves. Can't wait. Yeah. What part of your life do you feel like relates to Alice the character? Well, aside from, you know, sometimes being a people pleaser and, you know, of course, uh, the the stand-up aspect of it. I am bisexual IRL. Um, I've mentioned this a few times. And um, <laughs> sorry. Why are you laughing about it? <laughs> I get the giggles. Okay. Uh, when Why I do you get myself. the giggles? Is it, is it kind of like, you, do, you, do you get like squir- squir- squirmish about talking about sexuality? Where it's are so the giggles interesting. coming from? Yeah, because, you know, for the giggles are coming from the LaCroix. Okay. Uh, all, <laughs> it's bubblier than I'm used to. Yes, absolutely. Um, but, you know, it's interesting because my whole life, you kind of discover yourself as you go. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I dated many dudes. And like at the same time, I found myself. I was like, oh, like looking back, oh, I definitely had like crushes on, on girls. These girls, you know yeah. what I mean. And like it wasn't until I really had like deep feelings for a girl that I was like, oh, okay, so we're we're out here, okay? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. We're, we're You're straddling like, both legs. Did this did this creep creep up? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? <laughs> we're you know what I mean? We're hopscotch in here, people. <laughs> um, you know, we're just like we're thinking outside the box. You know what I mean? It's weird. It's like because well, I do want to be. A role model. I want to, you know, inspire people who are on, in the same boat. So it's like, it's interesting. You know, it's like I talk about it in my stand-up. It, in a lot of podcasts, I talk about being bisexual. But unless you 
catch that stand-up set or if you listen to that podcast you really don't know like i mean obviously aside from the fact you know you can you can guess (laughs) you know what i mean but but you mean by 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 your appearance or how you dress uh, i mean you know it's very that what you're implying it's very confusing for you know there's a there's a fresh manicure but there's timberlands like what's happening (laughs) a lot of people are (laughs) it's like what are you signaling here who are you talking to eccentric i love it right Right, but if you look on my Instagram, there's no hard proof of my sexuality. Yeah. And it's like, I've thought about it many times. You know, it's it's so interesting. I even talk, you know, to my publicist about it. Like, well, should we write like an op-ed or whatever? You know what I'm mm-hmm. like? What do we do? Like, do I need to talk about it? Yeah. Or, oh, have I already talked about it? It's not like I'm in the closet. You know what I mean? Right. It's like weird. It, it's like, well, I, it's not a secret, but no. I haven't made a statement you know what i mean mm-hmm. i haven't posted a picture you know holding a rainbow with a paragraph like which is something i've thought about doing you know yeah. like it, it's just I, I don't know it's so interesting you know what i mean well, here, here's can i can i take a shot Please. at maybe what it might Please. be because mm-hmm. i feel like with anything now that's a social media situation everything's a social media situation do you know sure. what i'm saying so like on the one hand i want our identities whatever aspect of it to be to be completely normalized, mm-hmm. we're like, we don't need diversity workshops. Right. We don't, you know what I mean? We don't need that special recognition sometimes. That's the perfect world where I feel like people maybe want is like that everything is normalized, everything is embraced, right? Right. Um, minus murder and other heinous things. Sure, absolutely. Right? And so, and so, but but in the meantime, Right. Anything that happens on social media becomes a declaration. Sure. Does that make sense? So yes. like, you know, there could be just a subtle way where you're just like, I'm kicking it with my boo. But then it's like someone is going to be like, it with my boo. You're whatever. Right. And the boo is, is, is I'm presenting. And then someone will be like, oh, that's Sherry Cola coming out. Yes. Well, you're like, fool, I've been out. Well, yeah, I use a I've lot of those out. like rainbow gifts. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think I've said enough. You feel yeah, yeah. Me? No, well, I, I feel you, though, because yeah, yeah exactly. In in parallel with the Asian representation, it's like, well, sure, I want to highlight these cultural specifics. At the same time, I want to prove to you I'm a human being who's relatable in general. You feel yeah. me? Like playing Alice, you know, I, I do want people to know that I am queer in some way. I've had these feelings and in, in this like self-identification for so long that I did have a conversation with my mom like hey this is the character that I'm playing and hey this is me IRL so I felt like it was important to kind of live my truth in that way at least to my mom who I'm very close to and like who I tell everything to you know what I mean but this is a part of me that she had no idea so that was your first time when you booked Alice talking to your mom about it totally so like I mean you know full disclosure we're friends in real life right and actually, now that I think about it, I remember we like Instagram messaged each other. Before, oh my God, yes. Before you told your mom. Do you remember that? Absolutely. What because happened? I asked because my she Mandarin came out, yeah. isn't great. Okay. So I was asking Jenny how to say like um, same sex uh, attraction, whatever yeah. it was. I, I had to have a couple of conversations with my mom afterwards. Yeah, because, it's not like, one time. As a reminder, because it's like, well, the thing is, like, she's so incredibly proud of me. Like, that's the thing. She's very supportive of Aww. this dream and this journey, you mm-hmm. know? So that's amazing. And, like, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, you're proud, but I want you to be proud of all of me. So, like, sometimes I have to check in, like, hey, just as a reminder, mm. you know, 
my ass might bring you home a little thing. I just thing. laugh. Yeah. I just laugh because <laughs> in, when I see her face, the Sherry has like a delivery face when I know she's gonna say something funny. Oh my god! And so I just a started delivery laughing. face. Yeah. <laughs> will you, will uh, you tell us a little bit about how that first conversation went? After okay, so you've been sort of language coached by Jenny Yang, right? What well, happened next? It's because I I kind of straddle the the Shanghainese and also Mandarin, so then I was trying to say it. I don't know. With but, two different dialects. Well, really, you know, it was, honestly, it's out there. You know, I, I'm slowly teaching her things. Like, like, uh, for example, when my mom actually came on set to visit and watch me shoot one day, and it was actually a conversation with my TV mom about, like, you know, my TV mom. It was, like, this fantasy scene where mm-hmm. my TV mom was like, you're gay? And, like, starts, like, slamming her head uh, on the table. And oh, just, yes, like, I remember Or whatever, that. you yeah. know what I mean? So my mom actually watched that scene, which is which is great. Um, but like I remember that day because my ex girlfriend in the show, uh, it, you know, I guess you know wears more blousey, dressy things, if you will, and then I I don't. So um, it's so funny because that day, because I wanted to impress TV mom as Alice, mm. they had me wear a dress. And my mom was in my trailer and was like, "Oh, nice, you're wearing a dress." Wow! And it was just so funny because, like, oh well, it's so exact. So that day, so then I was like, "No, mom, like, it's so funny because they're literally putting me me in a dress for that exact reason to impress and like basically pretend to be someone else in front of my mom." And then, so then she saw that I, you know, Alice clearly wears like you know, boyish clothes, if you will, mm-hmm. and 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 Sumi, my ex, doesn't. Um, and she was like, oh, so like, you're like the boy. And I'm like, oh. okay, mom, seriously, I literally need to like, how much time do we have mom? Because oh. like, <laughs> the unpacking, you know what I mean? So yeah. I'm slowly teaching her though. So I'm like, oh no, mom, the point is there is no boy. Like the point is there is no boy. That's bars, <laughs> right? That's bars. No, that's the log line. Because, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Straight to series. 13 with a back nine. You feel me? But like, <laughs> um, but that's the thing. It's like the. I'm teaching my mom what LGBTQ stands for. Like, the more we get these opportunities to teach traditional minds and open up these, like, because of the lack of representation, I will blame it on that. Because it wasn't seen. There weren't Asians on the screen to teach their parents. You know what I mean? Like, it's, like, the baby steps, we have so much more to go. But, like, you know, the more we have these characters, the more we have Asian actors... Uh, playing these characters and showing these specific stories that are reflections of real people out there, you know what I mean, who have not seen themselves on the screen for this many years. Like, it's nuts. Anyway, so the more we do that, the more we can, you know, kind of shift the generational, like, barriers and, the you know, the all that stuff, you know. So, um, yeah, it's, you know, it, it's still interesting. We'll revisit it when I'm, like, ready to bring someone home and then, like, we'll see what's up because, like I said, Still very much, you know, uh, it could go anyway mm-hmm. here. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's just I'm out here <laughs> living my best life. <laughs> yeah. I think it's also important that you know yourself enough to be like, I'm going to have every conversation as I'm ready to have it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to burden myself of like doing all of this at once. And sure. also, you know, that like the more that your character grows and the more that you gain notoriety, like some of that work will honestly be done for right. you just by like having that representation, which I think is so important. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if, if there were people, a few characters or actors or anything that you remember looking up to growing up and being like, okay, I kind of see myself represented in that. You know, I, I feel like definitely Margaret Cho and she was just, you know, um, do you remember she had that reality show too? I remember I watched that. Oh, a I lot watched too. it. Yeah, Where, like, each one was it? Something? Yes, iconic. Oh, iconic. Yeah. Do you Literally, remember that? living yeah. legend oh, Margaret Cho for yes. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of you know uh, earlier 
years. I mean, well, like Phoebe from Hey Arnold. <laughs> like, oh my gosh! And I was like, oh, she's an Asian animated human. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, Ross's girlfriend. <laughs> oh the, my god! The one Asian Julie, and it was like interesting. <laughs> like I didn't even. It, it's so. And then of course Lucy Liu and Charlie's Angels, mm-hmm. and and even then that that was like kind of a big deal. I, I looking back, I'm like, wow. What a big deal that was for her to be one of the leads. And why was it only once in a while? Why was it just like sprinkled? There it is. You yes. will give you a Jet Li and Aaliyah um, storyline that was insane. Also ahead of its time. Yes. One of my favorite movies ever. Mm. And like, uh, but that was like one and then never again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm, it was yeah. just so interesting. It was just like, oh, we'll give you this every couple years or something. Like, I don't know. It was just like the world was not ready. And now they are. Yeah, mm-hmm. they completely are because it wasn't until you know the past couple of years is like oh this has been missing people were hungry for this yes. mm-hmm. you know and we're so ready to I mean take over you feel me like we're so ready to tell these stories because I think we've proven that you know we have a point of view and and it is valuable mm-hmm. you know this these specific experiences you know and at the same time of course just uh, like human beings you yes. know who who you know for example you know like. Uh, always be my maybe like literally brilliant and also just a good rom-com you know and like just they happen to be asian and it's just it's great you know i feel like um i'm excited i'm excited for for the future of asian representation and and you know i just hope to keep it going that should be the answer that should be the answer for everything to answer your yes or no question (laughs) 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 every answer should be i love i'm excited about the future of asian representation Mm -hmm. we gotta keep it going right same one final question. Where can we find you online and how can we support you? Let oh. us help you. Sherry Cola on Instagram. Okay. Mainly. I think that's where I'm the most active. Um, as long as you guys uh, keep lending an ear like this, I think you can definitely help me and, and a lot of people out. So thank you so much for having me on this podcast. Incredible. Thank you for being here. <laughs> what a journey. What the hell, Peng Yo? I love it. I don't know what I just said on. I'm speechless. I'm really gonna cry. Okay. You know, it really comes out of nowhere. I didn't realize I was this fluent. You know what I mean? But Jenny has the secondhand Mandarin thing yes, going on. <laughs> I stand. Uh, I love you. Oh, forward. For thank life. you so much. Thank you, thank you. Before we go, it's time to hear from our resident life coach, Matt Belisai. He's going to give you all the advice. We love talking to Sherry about how she gradually realized she was bi, but what happens if you're still a bit confused on where you land on the LGBTQ plus spectrum? Matt Belisai, take it away. Hey, this is Matt Belisai, and I'm here to help you get your life together Every week, we got questions about the topic of the week. I'm going to pick the best question and give my best advice to the best of my ability. Maybe it's good. Maybe it's bad. I'll let you decide. This week's question is from Rich from Austin. Help! I don't know if I'm queer or gay. What's the difference? Well, my friend, welcome to the LGBTQ plus community in 2019, where you can pick whatever letter you like and wear it proudly. Okay. also, we have gift baskets and T-shirt guns and our parades are better than every other parade you'll ever go to. Yes. And besides our annual gay Illuminati meetings led by Ellen and RuPaul, the best part of being in the LGBTQ plus community is that 
absolutely nobody can tell you who you are or how you identify except for you. It's dealer's choice, baby, okay? This is your casino. This is your theater. You get to put on the show yourself. You get to write your name on the marquee, followed by whatever identity you want, okay? And here's the deal. A lot of people use a whole bunch of different terms to mean different things. Some people who are attracted to the same sex prefer the term gay or lesbian. Some people prefer queer as more of a catch-all term to say, hey, I just know I'm not heterosexual. The point is sexuality, gender, sexual identity, they're all super specific to each individual and that can change. You just gotta find what works for you. Talk to other people, find out what they identify as you'll figure it out. Life is a buffet. So I hope that helped. If not, well, oh well. I'm at Belisai, and that's my advice. Bye. So make sure to check out Matt on his podcast, Unhappy Hour. And of course, he'll be back here next week to help us get our lives right. April, we did it! This was our first episode. We did our first episode, our first little step on this little forward journey. I'm so excited. Did y'all make it all the way through? It's the outro time. It's time for the outro. So, number one, thank you so much for tuning in. Join us again next week. Number two, share your thoughts about the show on social media with the hashtag a little forward mm-hmm. and for our listeners who love us enough to stay through the credits every week we're going to give you a little insider code so tweet us your answer to our weekly question on the hashtag a little forward and we'll be we'll be looking so this week we want you to tell us your favorite lgbtq pop star mine troy Sivan. download bloom now tell us mm. yours and we'll be looking and while you're posting, you might as well follow us on Twitter too, right? Follow Freeform on Twitter at FreeformTV. And you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at April K. Quio. And I'm at Jenny Yang TV. That's J-E-N-N-Y-Y-A-N-G-T-V. And tell your friends about the show. Come through. Like, make sure to rate and subscribe to A Little Forward on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. The show is a collaboration between Freeform and Pineapple Street Media, executive produced by Sasha Kai Parker, Kasime Bernard, and Maddie Sprung-Kaiser, produced by Agarenesh Ashagre and Josh Gwynn, with editing help from Jess Jupiter. We only have the dopest names, Absolutely. honestly. Um, our original music is by Michelle Moore. We're so thankful for them making all of this happen. And that's our show. We will see you next week. In the meantime, remember... This is your casino. This is your theater. You get to put on the show yourself. You get to write your name on the marquee, followed by whatever identity you want, okay? Holler at us. A little forward. Hashtag a little forward. A little forward. A little forward. No one's gonna sing. Hey. No one's gonna sing. Honestly beautiful.